Welcome to the Son of a Preacher podcast. Please sit back and listen to the thoughts and musings from sermons that were first brought to the pulpit four, five, even six decades ago. I am GW, and I am the Son of a Preacher. I am so happy to be talking to you all again today. My dad first brought this message to the pulpit on October 9, 1977. He was using the scripture from Hebrews, the 11th chapter, 6th verse. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. And the title of this message today is Acts of Faith. So in Matthew the 18th chapter, third verse, it says, Truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. You know, Jesus uses little children to illustrate faith frequently. And at this time, he took a little child in his arms, and he said, No one can enter the kingdom of heaven unless he becomes like a little child. So whoever is as humble as a little child shall be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And you best be careful not to do anything that will make a person have less faith than me. Acts of faith. Hmm. You know, acts of faith in 1977 and in today's world, well, one must find one's faith. And we know that living in a really tough world, working hard for a living, at the same time holding proudly to the faith that you have in the living Christ, well, That's how one finds a mature knowledge of one's faith. And we need to have the understanding of faith just like a child in Jesus. And at the same time, we must carry that faith into an adult world, an adult world that can be really difficult. So let's look at the maturing of faith. Paul talks in his letters to the Hebrews those who had accepted Jesus as their Messiah. And in Hebrews, the 11th chapter, the first verse, Paul interrupted Jesus' teachings of faith. And in the verse says, New faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. And and he wrote, you know, the heroes of, of Hebrew history, men and women who have lived tough lives, and they live lives of faith in the Lord, and believe the future that was promised by the Lord. So in Hebrews, the 11th chapter and the 7th verse, it is talking about Noah building the ark. And the act of faith, and it says about Noah being warned, warned by God of, of concerning events that were yet unseen. But he still took heed of these, and he constructed an ark for the saving of his household. And by this he condemned the world and became an heir, of the righteousness which comes by faith. So there's been many movies and illustrations and books about Noah and the building of the ark. But imagine a man today in a leadership position of the church, and even if he was a supposed non-believer, but your neighbor, who suddenly decides to build a gigantic boat on dry land, and think about looking out the window, and just exactly how foolish they would think you would be, but you, but you have that act of faith to know. And I had that act of faith to be able to go forth with what he needed to do now. So in Hebrews, the 11th chapter, 
the 8th verse, he was talking about Abraham's journey by faith and believing that God's revelation to it. And it says that by faith, Abraham, well, God told him to go out to a place which he, which he was to receive an inheritance. And he went out. And he, he went out even though he didn't know where he was going. And by faith, he traveled in the land of promise, living in tents with his sons, Isaac and Jacob, and his heirs with him because of the same promise, and to look forward to the city which was to be his foundation, and whose builder and maker is God. Well, you have a long time ago, there was a city called Ur, and it was of the Chaldeans, and the people of this city worshipped the moon god. And the city was named in the moon god's honor. And nearby, there lived a shepherd farmer named Terah, and he had three grown sons, Abraham, Nahor, and Haran. And they worked with their father. Now Haran died when he was still young, and he left a son that he named Lot. Now, Abraham did not worship worship the moon god, but he believed in the true god. So about this time, the family left Ur, and Terah took Abraham and his wife and Nahor and his family and Lot, and they took everything they owned, and they traveled day after day, and they went up the great river Euphrates, and they came to a place called Haran, and here they settled. And time passed, and Terah finally died, and one day Abraham heard God calling him, and he said, leave this country, leave your relatives in your father's house, and go to a land that I will show you. And if you do this, I will bless you and make you a great blessing through you. All the families of the earth shall be blessed. So people came to realize later that this meant that in the future, the future lineage of the family of Abraham, that Jesus would be the blessing to the whole world. So Abraham left his brother and his family, and, and Abraham started out. Now he took his own wife, and he took his nephew Lot and their servants, and they drove their flocks. And again they traveled, and they traveled, but this time away from the great river of Euphrates. And they went to the land of Canaan. And word, when they reached the plain of Merah, the word came from God, and God told Abraham, This is the land that I will give you and your children. And it says in Genesis, the 11th chapter, the 27th verse, Abraham built an altar there, and he worshiped God. And these were acts of faith. These were acts of faith in having the Lord lead you in your life. Now, my dad told the congregation on that day, now let's look at that. I mean, that day was 1977. That was more than 40 plus years ago. And what my dad was saying, that there were things that were going on in the world that was worrying him. Things that we needed to have acts of faith to be able to get us through. And he says, if you take a look now, there's so much lawlessness in the world. Big cities are having serious crime waves. And the gun violence and the, and the violence overall is just becoming more and more you know, episodic every night. It's hard to look at that. And apparently... He was also worried about the financial liquidity of Social Security. That at that time, 1977, everybody had been paying into all their adult lives in order that they might retire, you know, hopefully comfortably, 
but it was having financial problems. Well, remember, this is 40-something years ago. And even though I, today now, get my Social Security check every month, I am not sure that my daughter will. My dad was concerned that over the next few years, they were going to have to raise the amount of money collected in order to keep it going. Well, I'm concerned along a similar road. Well, of course, we still have both those problems today and and more. I mean, he even brought up that there was a great nation, and he, and he said the nation was Japan. And apparently in 1977, Japan gave a ransom of $6 million. And they turned loose some terrorists into the world again. And that is the type of thing that, that we're still dealing with today. When you start talking about ransom that some companies and countries are being forced to pay to protect their infrastructure or their information. And a tiny section of the world is ready to explode. It was ready to explode in 1977. And if you look around the world today, it's probably nearly the same section as it was then. So yes, for my dad and for me, it would be hard to live without having faith in the living Lord and have that actual faith to go with him. So by faith, we receive Christ, and by faith, we grow in Christ. And to get back to the beginning, Jesus took the child and set him in the midst of the disciples and said, let this be a part of the kingdom of God. And yet to believe with all one's heart that the Lord is God over us all, and the world is in his hands. Yes, to have that faith will save the simple generations of 1977. And I am sure the generations of today from the sins that will destroy them and to know that when the time comes, God's going to lead us into the place where he would have us to go just as he led Abraham. And this is having the faith of a child and letting that faith mature. May the Lord bless you. Keep you in peace. Thanks for taking your valuable time today to listen to the musings of this son of a preacher. I hope the sermon excerpts from 40, 50 years ago proved to be both interesting and insightful. Please subscribe to this podcast. Let your friends know about this opportunity to see how the Bible and the problems of the world remain amazingly constant. New podcasts should arrive weekly, but there is currently a number of podcasts available if you wish to listen more frequently. May the Lord bless you. Keep you in peace. Thank you.